is an author who has written a lot about climate change. He founded Climate Depot. He joins us tonight. Mark, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, Tucker. A climate lockdown. Now, I would laugh this off the table, except we all just lived through the last 18 months, so we know that anything is possible. What does this mean exactly? Well, Tucker, you know, in my book, I mentioned that the climate activists were jealous when the COVID lockdown happened. You know, in the hands of democratic politicians. This is what they say. Climate change is like systemic racism in the sky. You can't see it, but rest assured, it's everywhere. And it's deadly. You know, and just like systemic racism, it's your fault. The American middle class did it. They caused climate change. They ate too many hamburgers. They had too many children. Oh, a lot of them wore T-shirts to, to work or school. A lot of them didn't finish college. That causes climate change. Well, these climate freaks are going after private car dealerships. They're going after everything it means to be a free person. And they're turning it over to the administrative state. Would this include shutting down the iPhone factories in China? Would China and India participate in this climate lockdown, or is it kind of you first, America? Oh, well, surely they're going to go after your phones. They're going to go after the ring at your front door. They'll be going after the makers of your child's teddy bear. Oh, believe me, Tucker, they're going to kill your goldfish. Damn, it's cold. I feel such deep shame that Americans oh. complied with what we've Climate just been through. Change. And I hope that global warming. I really do. Mark, thanks so much. Look at the snow. This is Eric McCoy, and we are here to walk a mile in some slippers. And I'm with Lona Curry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I am Lona Curry. I am your transgender mentor, and I'm grateful to be here once again, sitting with my good friend, Eric McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Lona, we are going to talk today about this notion of climate change, right? crazy topic as some believe in it others yeah. don't while some yeah. believe in it and then say well 
there's nothing that we can do about it. Mm. What do you think, Lona? Oh man. I think the earth is 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 evolving and changing. So this is going to be quite a interesting show and topic cuz I don't think I have the popular opinion. <laughs> I walk somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Well, look, and I guess I'll say, so, you know, with me, it's one of those things that if we are doing a lot of harm, okay, you know, yeah, we're, we may be experiencing some of the consequences right now, but we're not going to experience in our lifetime what they say could possibly be. Right. So the question is, do we give a fuck about the kids, right? Right. 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 Well, I think it depends on what kids. Because right, yeah. <laughs> I think I think the transgender kids are the ones that are causing all this global warming. I mean, if you ask some, if you ask some people, you know, it, it's it's all the trans kids. I'm with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the non-binary kids—they're just coming through and fucking it up. I mean, so you know, yeah, <laughs> all they, about the kids. they. You mean they or them? They, they, and them. <laughs> they and them. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the debate over climate change centers on a series of questions, right? Is global warming real? Is it caused mainly by human activity? How harmful is it likely to be? What can we do about it? <laughs> and the funny part about this, and honestly about everything that we talk about, is there's obviously nothing that you and I can actually specifically do except talk right. about it. <laughs> in, a, in a non-emotional way as much as possible right 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 i hope everybody picks up the sarcasm yeah now the debate says that rising global temperatures we got warming oceans and shrinking ice sheets all indicate that the earth is warming and that many agree is in response to increased greenhouse greenhouse gas levels which are mostly due to human-made emissions argument right the planet's average surface temperature has risen about 1.62 degrees fahrenheit since the 19th century due to increases in carbon dioxide in the atmosphere mm. what we know i think <laughs> as far as the information i could get now i remember in college okay i remember in college and i was taking this class where we studied you know like the circulation of the atmosphere and we talked about the greenhouse effect Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And I remember him saying that the debate was still out on how much we caused it. Mm -hmm. But he said, if we did, we're fucked. <laughs> That's exactly what he. Did. <laughs> 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 so scientifically, right? Environmental yeah, groups. <laughs> so environmental <laughs> groups believe humans have a moral obligation to stop climate change before future generations pay the price. So again, mm -hmm. do we give a fuck? They support right. policies that help reverse the long-term effects of climate change. I'll tell you, one thing that irritates me, obviously, today is the price of gas. Right. <laughs> and, right. you know, part of the debate would be if you just open up this whole thing in Alaska and just open up this whole, well, we got tons of oil out here, open that shit up, gas prices would go down. I'm kind of on that right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <With you. laughs> now, then you have the skeptics that argue that the dangers of climate change are exaggerated. Right? While others accept global warming is real, but mm -hmm. 
but dismiss evidence that suggests it's connected to human activity. I would likely lean towards that that route. That yeah, it's 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 likely real, but you know, I think, I mean, how how many changes has the Earth been through since we've been here? Do we really fucking think that we have that much control over a planet? I don't think we can destroy the planet. No. But can we do something that the planet could destroy us? Can we help, like, without <laughs> without playing this zero-sum game where somebody's got to be the villain and somebody else has got to be the victor? And, you know, yeah. can we ever do anything without just having to stand on somebody else's neck? You know, that's my yeah. whole thing with all of humanity, yeah. you know? Yeah, so that perspective leaves climate change skeptics to reject calls for uh, regulatory limits on emissions, arguing that the economic cost outweighs the environmental impact. The global climate change heavily impacts economics, politics, and foreign affairs, uh, government regulation, suppression of scientific data for political gain, and international agreements on climate change often play a role in the debate. Now, I want to get this kicked off by showing you a Republican from Texas. Now, you may think I'm talking about Ted Cruz, <laughs> but this is actually a new senator. Oh. I want you to listen to his message. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you very much. I want to thank all my my Texans out there for voting me into Congress. We're gonna make some stuff happen. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Mr. Fred Zionis Clapper. My name is Fred Flap. Yeah, yeah, it's what I said, Fred. Well, there was recently a report from one of the world's top experts of climate change, which said that global warming has proven to be false. They said that blah, 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 blah. Science is wrong. Science is it can't be fully proven. I mean, the earth is cool. We heat it. Cool. Heat it. Check this out. Check this out. Look, see that. I got, I got this right outside. <laughs> Well, Senator, the, those are, never mind. I was saying that science has proven that man has not caused global warming. Oh, yeah. I, I firmly believe in science. <laughs> and how can you dispute science? That's what I've been saying all along. Here, go ahead, get the gun. That's Richard Begone. That's what I said, Nick. I'm not sure what Lion Eyes Flapper was saying. Dude, dude, that's rude. Come on, man. His name is Fred. Truth be told, Flap. Come on. Give it to me, Dick. As I was saying, I'm not sure what document he was referring to, but I have proof right here, and I'll gladly show you that science has proven without a doubt that we have caused this greenhouse effect. As I was saying, 
Yeah, I don't trust science. Science is wrong. It's always been wrong. I'm going to show you proof that James Ian Hole and Sean Congress just made me jump out of my chair with excitement. I, I couldn't have thought of more scientific experiments than James Ian Hoffey could have done. This is brilliant. President, I, I, I'm reminiscent with the snow on the ground um, of, of five years ago. Uh, and the, the occupier of the chair, I say, Mr. President, was not here at that time. And so you don't have the advantage of knowing the story that's behind this. And the story that's behind this was that's back when they first started all the hysteria on global warming. And it happened to be another a, a snowstorm that had been unprecedented. It set a record that year. And there's a charming family of six, I say to my friend in the chair, that, um, that built this. And their picture is here. And that happens to me, my daughter and her family of six. And uh, at that time, it got a lot of attention. Actually, it got a lot of, of uh, national attention. And in, in case we have forgotten, because we keep hearing that 2014 has been the warmest year on record, I asked the chair, you know what this is? It's a snowball. And that's just from outside here. So it's very, very cold out, very unseasonal. So here, Mr. President, catch this. Mm -hmm. um. Just so I you know, you can see that, uh, <laughs> you know, obviously this was back in the winter time, and we're not winter right now, but this was a prior event. But as you can see, there was snow on the ground. It was cold. <laughs> and, and, yeah, I got ice. I got ice here, you know. <laughs> See, global warming, they don't, they don't exist. Now, Jeff, I like science. And, and, and Dick, science is wrong. So, <laughs> we got to get rid of this global warming crap and start hopping some shit. We need to get some clean coal and, uh, and uh, start opening up the pipelines and just start pumping on it. It's all crap, like I said. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, people. Hey, Trump. It's all crap. That's what they say. <laughs> So you gotta love the you gotta love though the argument though like it's not real. Here's the science, right? Snowball outside. Like <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> it's not really a great argument, you know what I mean? They're not. No. It's not like it's not like they're saying like global warming, you know, is happening, and now if it's always a thousand degrees outside. <laughs> That's like somebody saying. Smoking's going to give you lung cancer, and so you light up again and be like, "Well, I don't have it, so exactly. it ain't coming." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so doesn't exist. Going. Yeah, doesn't exist. It's just crap. <laughs> All right. So, multiple studies published in peer-reviewed scientific journals showed that ninety-seven percent or more of actively publishing climate scientists agree with climate warming trends over the past century that are extremely, according to what they say, likely due to human activities. That's a pretty large percentage. 97. That's very large. Yeah, that's very large. Yeah. 
Now, Republicans fall into two of the categories that I mentioned earlier, right? They either don't believe it exists at all, or they don't believe that we can really do anything about it. Like most things. Yeah. So I wanted to take you to an environmentalist real quick who knows how we can handle it. Very respected environmentalist. Um, a lot of good information. You may have seen this guy before. I'm an environmentalist. You, a lot of people don't understand that. What do you think the world should be doing about climate change, and do you still harbor that skepticism? Uh, I feel that the United States uh, has tremendous wealth. <laughs> the wealth is under its feet. I've made that wealth come alive. We will soon be one of the... We will soon be exporting. In fact, we're actually doing it now, exporting. But we are now the number one energy producer in the world. And soon it will be by far with a couple of pipelines that have not been able to get approved for many, many years. It'll have a huge impact. I was able to get Anwar in Alaska. Could be the largest site in the world for oil and gas. I was able to get Anwar approved. Ronald Reagan wasn't able to do it. Nobody was able to do it. They've been trying to do it since before Ronald Reagan. I got it approved. So I want to thank you very much, Mr. President, for answering that question. So you are going to solve the problem by being wealthy. Thank you so much. And again, really remind me, um, what, what do you do? I'm an environmentalist. You, a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people don't understand that. I'm an environmentalist. You, a lot of people don't understand that. And I think I know more about the environment than most people. I want to hear. 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 I want to hear by being wealthy hell yeah hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> where do we sign up to help that's that's how you do it <laughs> what we were supposed to now when he was president he told uh, us that we would get everything we ever wanted damn you get everything you want i must have slept through that i must have slept through. oh you know what it's because you're you're a transgender Ex- oh yeah that's right i'm exempt yeah I'm exempt. damn right. it I know. Me and the kids. Me and the kids. Well, the rest of us, we got everything we wanted. Damn, if we could just only not be transgender. You know, I tried that. I tried that. Yes. Trump is the master of transgenderism. He knows everything. Well, people don't understand that he is a transgender man. People don't (laughs) understand that. They They didn't know that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he knows everything about everything. He does. He is a wealth of information Absolutely. and experience. Yeah. And uh, if you, any any question you ever have, just think about wealth. That's it. Wealth is the answer to everything. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's why we're in this position. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now let's get a little serious here. All right. Uh-oh. So the issue, which many refer to climate change rather than global warming, and it is specifically for the reason that the senator said, the snowball, (laughs) it still gets very cold. And sometimes, you know, we're seeing cold fronts 
as the yeah. coldest on record. You know, we hear that too, the coldest on record. But this issue is also extremely political, as everything, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, <laughs> during debates for president, that question is always asked. Donald thinks that climate change oh. is a hoax perpetrated by the Chinese. I think it's real. I, I did I not. Science I, did not. Is real. I do not say that. And I think it's I do important not say that. that we... Now, yes, I could not find him saying it, but on November 6, 2012, he typed the concept of global warming was created by and for the Chinese in order to make U.S. manufacturing non-competitive. So Clinton said Donald Trump says climate change is a hoax invented by the Chinese. Trump did tweet that view in 2012, though he made efforts that year to describe that remark as a joke. However, Trump has repeatedly called climate change a hoax in speeches, tweets, and media appearances. Now, he hasn't necessarily repeated the charge that China invented climate change. He did say on January 18, 2016, that action on climate change is done for the benefit of China. So... Yeah, I think he said that. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Grip this and deal with it, both at home and abroad. And here's what we can do. We can deploy a half a billion more solar panels. We can have enough clean energy to power every home. We can build a new modern electric grid. That's a lot of jobs. That's a lot of new economic activity. So I've tried to be very specific about what we can and should do, and I am determined that we're going to get the economy really moving again, building on the progress we've made over the last eight years, but never going back to what got us in trouble in the first place. Mr. Trump. She talks about solar panels. Uh, we invested in a solar company, our country. That was a disaster. They lost plenty of money on that one. Now, look. I'm a great believer in all forms of energy, but we're putting a lot of people out of work. Our energy policies are a disaster. In everything he says, he must tell what he's done. <laughs> yeah, everything. He's done. Yeah. Everything yeah. he says. Oh, well, God. Everything gotta always comes too. back about him, too. Always. Everything. Always. Yeah. Always. And the ones. And, and the Trumpers just, I don't, they, they don't see it. I, <laughs> like, I I don't it's like, he does it. He does not care about anybody. Oh else. my God. You know? No, he, he's never shown God, anything like that. No, no. And we have to say, you know, I don't know what the, what the, you know, the flashback is going to be from saying this, but we can say with, with clear, integrity that the Clintons have shown that they have been able to get this economy moving. Now, you know, I, I, we, we've been there with the Clintons. The Clintons got the economy moving in the 90s. And buddy, I remember that. I was a young person in the 90s, could quit a job that day, get three more on the way home, and life was good. <laughs> but every fucking thing, man, that, that our environmentalist Trump says just goes back to something he's done. And narcissism gives me a stomachache. <laughs> you ever notice that cult leaders and, and people that are, are able to manipulate large groups of human beings into spaces that from the outside looking in, people are like, how the fuck don't you see that you are in a cult? You know, like, how do you not see, like, 
this is the only man that can sleep with all the women. Like, like how <laughs> don't you see that this is how extremism is born? And yet, you know, I miss his his antics and his his presence. Yes. But how do you breed that much extremism unless you are dealing with other narcissists? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's wild to me, bro. Like I just so as we as we had kind of shown there, you know, I have to agree that Trump, at least from what we can prove, never said that. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I couldn't find it's, him ever saying that specifically, right? So I do understand Trump's frustration of being accused of things he's never said. Mm. Right? Mm. I have been accused, right, of saying Trump hates America, right? People get confused. People get that confused, right? Before right. I've never said that, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just reading the tweet that was put out, you know. I'm just tweeting. You didn't say tweeted. You said said. Okay. So, what is the theory on climate change? And yes, we can call it a theory because, again, science is the intellectual and practical activity encompassing the uh, systematic study of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation and experiments. <laughs> <laughs> so science doesn't equate with facts, right? Right. But this doesn't mean that observation and study of something doesn't mean that it isn't a fact. Very true. So again, I could type Trump hates America, <laughs> which is an opinion, but it could be a fact also. <laughs> And I didn't say it. Okay, it was typed. Right? Oh, that's right. Typed. So <laughs> scientists who study climate twisted. change are looking <laughs> at this so-called greenhouse effect. The greenhouse effect is a process that occurs when energy from the sun goes through its atmosphere and warms the planet's surface. But the atmosphere prevents the heat from returning back to space, resulting in a warmer planet. Light arriving from our sun passes through Earth's atmosphere and warms its surface. The warm surface then radiates heat, which is absorbed by greenhouse gases such as carbon dioxide. Without the natural greenhouse effect, Earth's average temperature would be well below freezing. If humans have caused increases in greenhouse gases, this traps greater amounts yeah. of heat, which will cause the Earth we to grow it. warmer over time. Yep. How much impact are we actually having? And so the term greenhouse effect is actually, from what scientists say, is actually a flawed analogy, comparing this to uh, transparent glass, allowing sunlight into greenhouses. But greenhouses mainly retain heat by restricting air movement, unlike what we're actually talking about here. Right, right. The strengthening of the greenhouse effect through human activities is known as the enhanced greenhouse effect. Do you ever study this stuff in science? You know, <clears throat> I do remember studying a bit of this, but um, I was not always an avid student. <laughs> not always paying attention, right? <laughs> I was not always paying attention or there. So, but I do remember something about this. So CO2, right, is produced by fossil fuel burning and other activities such as cement production and tropical deforestation. That's really big. I mean, I live or 
operate an, on a business in a place that I see even as a protected mm-hmm. land that so much of it is being developed, you know, that that sometimes I do wonder, you know. Yeah, yeah so measurements of CO2, and this is from the Mauna Loa Observatory, show that concentrations have increased from about 313 parts per million in 1960, passing the 400 parts per million milestone in 2013. So in theory, the more carbon in the atmosphere keeps more heat from leaving and heating the planet. Obviously a very (laughs) simple explanation, but probably a lot more than most elected officials know. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Now I'm not a scientist. Okay. And as we have had more fun with finding flaws and arguments, we're going to continue now. (laughs) It ain't over. (laughs) Yeah. And I want to take you back to the snowball guy for a second. Despite a long list of unsubstantiated global warming claims, <sighs> climate activists and environmental groups will cling to any extreme weather-related headline to support their case for global warming and to instill the fear of global warming in the American people. So they ask the question, why is it? There's a scientist by the name of Richard Lindzen. Richard Lindzen is with MIT. Some have argued he's the most uh, the, uh, outs most knowledgeable of all the climate scientists. And he answered that question. He said, you know, regulating carbon is like regulating life. If you regulate carbon, you, it's a bureaucrat's dream because regulating car- carbon regulates life. And so it's a power struggle. And, that, and I think that's probably the best answer. You know, I'm not a scientist and I don't claim to be, but I, I quote scientists and, and they have the answers to these questions. Fantastic argument. I have no idea what he fucking said. I don't, I, don't, right. I don't understand what he said at all. Right. <laughs> like, did that make any sense? Like, really? Right. Yeah. So I had to look this up. So carbon is the chemical backbone of all life on Earth. All the carbon that we currently have on Earth is the same amount that we've always had because we're a closed system. So when new life is formed, carbon forms key molecules like protein and DNA. It's also found in the atmosphere in the form of carbon dioxide or CO2. The carbon cycle is nature's way of reusing carbon atoms, which travel from the atmosphere into organisms in the earth and then back into the atmosphere over and over again. Most carbon is stored in rocks and sediments, while the rest is stored in the ocean, atmosphere, and living organisms. These are the reservoirs or sinks through which carbon cycles. The ocean is a giant carbon sink that absorbs carbon. Marine organisms from marsh plants to fish, from seaweed to birds, also produce carbon through living and dying. Over millions of years, dead organisms can become fossil fuels. When humans burn these fuels for energy, huge amounts of carbon dioxide are released back into the atmosphere. This excess carbon dioxide changes our climate, increasing global temperatures, causing ocean acidification, and disrupting the planet's ecosystems. So basically, the carbon cycle is vital to life on Earth. 
nature tends to keep carbon levels balanced, meaning that the amount of carbon naturally released from reservoirs is equal to the amount that is naturally absorbed by reservoirs. Maintaining this carbon balance allows the planet to remain hospitable for life. Now, scientists believe that humans have upset this balance by burning fossil fuels, which has added more carbon to the atmosphere than usual and led to climate change and global warming. Now, he mentioned uh, Dr. Richard Lindzen, which I had to explore a little, obviously, because, you know, when I hear a name, I have to look him up. And so right. he is, according to that senator, the top guy, right? And the guy that he listens to. Yeah, yeah. So why does he listen to him? Uh, good question. Just to verify that this guy speaks the truth. Here is Dr. Richard Lindzen. <laughs> and joining us now on the debate for the full edition in Paris, France, Richard Lindzen, professor of meteorology at MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Sometimes you say the temperatures go up, sometimes down, occasionally, such as for the last dozen years or so, it does little that can be discerned. Now there is a vast gap in our understanding between warmest decade on record and little can be discerned. Help us understand that discrepancy, if you would, from your point of view. Sure. Uh, it's not a big problem. Uh, you did have, at least according to the records of surface data used by NASA, the Climate Research Unit in England, and NOAA, uh, an increase in temperature from the late 70s uh, through the 90s, and that brought one to a high point in the record. Uh, remember, we're talking about tenths of a degree here. We're not talking about anything very large. It's a magnitude that, uh, you know, almost all of us experience, oh, I would say 30 times as much each day. Um, and so you reached a high point in the record in the 90s, and it's done nothing since then, at least not statistically significant, because each of these points has a fairly large error bar. And so it's been flat since then. And uh, that's completely consistent with the statement that the last decade is the warmest in the record. It just, uh, there's been no trend in it. Now, you could argue maybe trends should be done over longer periods, but then it should be longer than 30 years also. So, you know, we're turning normal variations into the ancient notion of an omen, we're scanning this small residue for small changes and speaking of them as though they were ominous signs of something or other. And cut! You know, run, runaway greenhouse effect occurs if positive feedbacks lead to the evaporation of all greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. You know, I had a question. You know, a runaway greenhouse effect, as I've been studying, involves carbon dioxide and water vapor. And you know, it has long been hypothesized to have occurred on Venus. And this is, you know, from my understanding, a very largely accepted argument. You know, the planet Venus experienced a runaway greenhouse effect that resulted in an atmosphere which is 96% carbon dioxide and a surface atmospheric pressure roughly the same as found underwater on Earth. 
you know, Venus may have had water oceans, but they would have boiled off as the mean surface temperature rose to the current 860 degrees Fahrenheit. You know, the more I study this, the more worried I got is, you know, the greenhouse effect on Venus is particularly large for a lot of different reasons, and one being the very dense atmosphere that consists mainly of carbon dioxide. You know, Venus experienced that runaway greenhouse in the past, and do we expect this to happen on Earth? Sure. Uh, it's not a big problem. Holy shit. Now we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. All of us scientists are government employees, even if we're working for private universities. All research is supported by the government. So, as such, uh, we're very sensitive to what politicians say and believe. Well, that's a shortcoming. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now, I think the most important yeah. part of that about the whole video was the very end of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you like that fear move, though? Right? I love it. I love it. Now, according so all scientists, according to this guy, are swayed by politicians. So think about this. Right? People don't trust scientists but trust politicians right <laughs> which right. apparently is going to be the same information as the right. scientists right am i am i getting this <laughs> you are getting it loud and clear yeah. loud and clear now i want to evaluate the democratic argument i want to ask you which argument seems better okay okay the snowball guy <laughs> or this guy. While we have a, a quiet moment, I just wanted to complete my remarks related to the uh, senator from Oklahoma and his uh, snowball. Um, I'd like to ask unanimous consent that I show the uh, Earth Now website on the uh, iPad device that I have. Without objection. And uh, if you go to Earth Now, it's actually quite easy to load. And you can see how that polar vortex measurably brings the cold air down to New England, where we are right now. And if you don't want, and this is produced by NASA, right? These are pretty serious people. So you can believe NASA, and you can believe what their satellites measure on the planet, or you can believe the senator with the snowball. <laughs> you can I mean, have this, or you can have that. You can I mean, have this. You know, you snowball this. guy, or research NASA. Or NASA. Yeah. Uh, from a common sense. NASA who, work, who works for the government. Now, Trump called for $25 billion NASA budget for mm. 2021 to boost moon and Mars goals. Right, right. He's invested in going to Mars. <laughs> Trump knows we yeah. fucked this planet up, right? <laughs> and so instead of acknowledging that, we need to get to Mars, you know? Yeah. And we need to move there. Do you think Trump cares about the environment as, <laughs> he, as he says he does? No. No? No. What? I don't think he cares about anything other than his wealth. That's yeah, that. Well, yeah, he always does mention money. He always, the answer to everything is, Stock market. hey, 
Yeah, just let me get richer. As long as I get richer, <laughs> hey, it's all good because I'm going to take care of everything. Workers' pay was most important yes. common words he always said. Did he say it or type it? Now we've got to be clear. That's true. I don't know. I, don't, uh -oh. I think he did as he was putting on the worker's helmet, remember? That's right. Yeah. He did say that. Yeah, and he got into the truck to drive the yeah. truck. That's yeah. right, which he probably took home. Yeah. Well, that shows you, though, that he's he's willing to step into the shoes of the workers, too. Yeah, he walks a mile. So does caring about the environment go hand in hand with economy, stock market, workers pay? Mm. Right? The Republican Party's lack of concern for the possibility of climate change and money appear to be the same thing. <laughs> so you have to wonder why Trump wanted to make so many cuts to the EPA, and also to pull out of the Paris Climate Agreement. Any ideas? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I could think one pretty big one is going to be going to cut into his his wealth in some way, shape, or form. So we have to make these cuts, and then you don't have to really do shit if you didn't <laughs> want to, right? If you're in the Paris Climate Agreement, would basically say, okay, we'll make these cuts. You literally don't have to do shit. What are they going to do if you don't? They're going to spank you? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Pretty dumb. Okay. There's no contract that you sign with the uh, with that Paris Climate Agreement. You could say that you want to help, you know, other countries and you say, no, I don't really want to. Yeah. <laughs> what are they going to do? Remember, Trump likes stupid people. Yes, he does. What he, what he is really saying is, yep. as president and the supreme ruler and the chosen one, yep. Ever, yep. I don't want yep. to even hear anything about it. Now, how right. do we know he doesn't care? Well, actually, he does care, and only about money, as we said. Right. Now, I want to show you proof of this. So, when Trump became president, and remember, he wants the cleanest air and the cleanest water. Yes. Let's see if we can make sense of this. Okay. In New York City, we have a lot of asbestos buildings, and there's a whole debate about asbestos. I mean, a lot of people could say that if the World Trade Center had asbestos, it wouldn't have burned down, it wouldn't have melted, okay? A lot of people think asbestos, a lot of people in my industry think asbestos is the greatest fireproofing material ever, ever made. And I can tell you that I've seen tests of asbestos versus the the new material that's being used, and it's not even a con. It's like a heavyweight champion against a lightweight from high school. What do we know about asbestos? <clears throat> well, we know that it causes cancer. <laughs> so over four years, right, the Trump administration dismantled major climate policies and rolled back many more rules governing clean air, water, wildlife, toxic chemicals. The research from Harvard Law School, Columbia Law School, and other various sources counts nearly 100 environmental rules that were officially reversed, revoked, or otherwise rolled back under the chosen one. <laughs> More than a dozen other potential rollbacks remained in progress by the end, but were not finalized by the end of his administration's term. Now, we're not going to go through all of them, but to get an idea, and I'm bringing this up because it is 
Trump's party, or at least that's what Donald Trump Jr. said, remember? A spokeswoman for the EPA say, said in a statement to the Times, adding that it was delivering on President Trump's commitment to return the agency to its core mission, providing cleaner air, water, and land to the American people. They revoked California's authority to set auto emission rules that are stricter than federal standards. Okay, now look. Okay, personally, our rules in California are bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they set this thing up where we have to have... um, you have to have electric cars by like the year 1935 or something like that. All They won't sell anymore in California. So let me show you something really quick here. This is what L.A. looked like when I was a kid. All right. Let me show you. Yeah, I noticed. So we have to have yearly inspections on our cars yeah. in order to get the in order to get our tags renewed. So we have to go take it and have this inspection. And there's this California smog like clause in there that you have to have this smog thing on the engine or whatever and i noticed that last year or a couple years ago we stopped having to have that like no longer did we have to have the smog test like there was no oh yeah because north carolina goes the complete opposite direction you know like going oh (laughs) you want you want to have protective climate well fuck you you're taking (laughs) away all our shit we're gonna burn everything let's burn everything to fucking ground you know we spend all our fucking money making sure our cars are fucking loud and obnoxious yeah. and blowing fucking smoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this picture is what I remember Los Angeles looking like back in the 70s wow. and into the 80s wow. when I was young. And so California then, of course, put some very strict regulations in place and cleaned up our air. So the one wow. lower one is a little closer to what it looks like, a little more like today, you know. Wow. Yeah, this was growing up, man. We had this haze. That's that's pretty amazing right there. Yeah, everything's so expensive out here, you know? And yeah. you know, part of the reason that, again, like our gas is so expensive is because of part of that, too. Because, you know, we have like extra shit that's been added to our gas here to make it cleaner. Uh, we're about five bucks a four or something a gallon right now. Where are you guys at? Really? Um, we are about three nineteen, but that's mm. also our our gas prices. Even though price gouging is illegal, um, and during tourist season, which is that's what happens, come May oh, yeah. through September, everything goes up. So the price of groceries and the gas and well, no. So part of it though up. would be demand too, though, right? So do you have more people sure. buying gas? We do. Yeah. We do. We have more people here buying everything. Yeah, same same here. I mean, summertime mm-hmm. hits and, you know, we get our gas goes up. And um, but of course, we get everybody and their mother that comes out from all over the freaking world. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm cool with lifting everything. Seriously, let's just cut it off. Fuck it. Let's live like the fucking North Carolinans. You That's know? right. Let's just fucking just burn shit to the ground, you know? That's right. Jack those fucking trucks up and yeah. throw those big burn our trash, you know. Let her rip, Tater Chip. Let's do it. They revoked a rule that prevented coal companies from dumping mining debris into local streams. 
Oh. It rolled back most of the requirements of a 2017 rule aimed at improving safety at sites that use hazardous chemicals. That was instituted <laughs> after a chemical plant exploded in Texas. Yeah, one found in- interesting is the EPA chief Andrew Wheeler under Trump pushed to keep asbestos legal. This shit's funny, right? <laughs> and so I find it interesting, but again, no concern for people, right? Right. Just his right. pocket, how much he loves yep. asbestos. You know, Trump said, I believe that the movement against asbestos was led by the mob. Right? He wrote that in his 1997, <laughs> The Art of the, the Comeback. Because it was often mob-related companies that would do the asbestos removal, apparently. Right. <laughs> right. Great pressure was put on politicians, and as usual, the politicians relented. Yep. The United States no longer mines asbestos. But countries that do export them were very excited by the idea of having an asbestos-loving guy in the White House. Have it. Who wants to give his supporters cancer. Exactly. And you'll never guess <laughs> who the biggest exporter of asbestos just happens to be. Don't tell me it's China. Russia. Kind of weird Donald Trump's face. Is that not crazy? <laughs> That's wild, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know if um if he's actually the biggest, but this was actually a photo that was on social media of um palace of of asbestos yeah and of course you know it is stamped with trump's face right and according to a translation right what it says is donald is on our side i'm going to jump back to our favorite president here for a minute okay i don't want to give trillions and trillions of dollars i don't want to lose millions and millions of jobs i don't want to be put at a disadvantage i wish you could go to greenland Uh, watch these huge chunks of ice just falling into the ocean, raising the sea levels. And you don't know whether or not that would have happened with or without man. You don't know. Well, your scientists, your scientists at NOAA and NASA. No, we have scientists that disagree with that. You know, I, I was thinking, what if he said, no, I've seen the hurricane situations. I've changed my mind. There really is climate change. And I thought, wow, what an impact. What an impact well, that denying, would make. I'm not denying climate change, but it could very well go back. You know, we're talking about well, over millions of years. It. They say that we had hurricanes that were far worse than what we just had with Michael. Who says that? They say. You mean well, the people, people, say, the people say that in the... Yeah, but what about night? the scientists who say it's worse than ever? Uh, you'd have to show me the scientists because they have a very big political agenda. I was like, I was like, they say. <laughs> they say. Who's they. that? Well, they, you, yeah. know, you know, they, you know, they, them, they're you know them. I mean, it's, uh, they're yeah. the, yeah, they're, he listens to the, the non-binary people. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Fucking non-binary. He's coming in and making some. I wonder check. if he realized that he's actually. Supporting. He's That's exactly what he's supporting. That's, they exa- that's all he's supporting. Them. They's and them. I never thought about it. Damn. The rest of us. What the hell? Uh-huh. The non-binaries, they love him. Let's go ahead and get a, uh, we're going to have a few questions and answers from a few scientists now, okay? Oh, good. So one thing a lot of people say is our weather is getting worse. Now, Bill Haxert, 
who's an oceanographer and climatologist. Mm. So he retired after almost 35 years at the forefront of studying the ocean from space and communicating earth science to the American public. Extreme weather was more frequent in recent years. Is it a sign that global warming is gaining pace and exceeding predictions? Now, has extreme weather been more frequent in recent years? The evidence is definitely to the contrary. The United States has always had extreme weather. We look back on our weather history. It's been punishing. Floods, droughts, tornadoes, hurricanes, great forest fires. Is global warming happening? No doubt about it. We're living in a warmer world. We're living in a melting world. Sea levels are rising. Now, direct evidence of the footprint or the fingerprint of global warming, we're seeing more frequent, more intense, and longer-lasting heat waves. As far as hurricanes, tornadoes, forest fires, floods, and drought, the evidence is definitely not in. The consensus among almost all scientists is, is that it's a small fingerprint, not a large footprint. But what is true is that in this country, in the United States, we live in many areas with great risk to drought, to tornadoes, to hurricanes. And so part of the dialogue is not only extreme weather and global warming, but is the amount of risk we can tolerate. Now, looking to the future, global change, global warming, it definitely is accelerating, and it will have an impact on extreme weather. But at this point, not much. Thank you, Bill. All right, so now next is Dr. Peter Hildebrand. He's an atmospheric scientist, was the director of the Earth Sciences Division at NASA Goddard Space Flight Center. Is there any merit to the studies that show that historical CO2 levels lag behind temperature changes, not lead them? Well, yes, there's merit to that. In fact, uh, in the pre-industrial age, the CO2 response to temperature uh, was that the temperature would go up and CO2 would go up. And, and this, or if the temperature went down, CO2 would go down. And the reason for that is when the temperature went up, the whole biosphere revved up and emitted CO2, and we had more CO2 in the atmosphere. So we understand that process. The problem for the science community is in the post-industrial age, the CO2 rise is preceding the temperature rise. So two different things happened. One, pre-industrial, where temperature was driving the CO2 post-industrial where the CO2 is driving temperature, which means a completely different physical biological process is going on. And we don't understand what the consequence of that change is. It is a fundamental change to how the Earth works and how the Earth's radiation balance works. And so since we don't understand it, we're very concerned because we don't see any restraining force on continued increase in temperature due to continued increase in CO2. And that's a problem. Okay. Thanks, Pete. It's a problem. It's a problem. <laughs> All right. Now, Joshua Willis is an oceanographer at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. His area of expertise is current sea level rise, as well as measuring ocean temperatures. Does the scientific community feel that global warming is decreasing or increasing? 
Yeah, you know, like a lot of people ask me, like, has there been a pause in global warming because like temperatures aren't increasing as fast as they were a decade ago? And I always say, you know, pause are for kittens and puppies because global warming is definitely still increasing. We're still getting more heat trapped into the oceans. The oceans are sucking it up and sea level's still rising. Look at the sea level record for the last decade. It's going up like gangbusters, hasn't slowed down. So is there a pause in global warming? No, there's not really a pause in global warming. Sometimes there's natural fluctuations and we warm up a little faster in one decade and a little slower in another decade, but global warming, human-caused climate change, that's definitely going right on up in there. We, we haven't slowed down at all. What do you think so far? What do you think on the, uh, with, with our experts? I'm not sure we've had a, uh, a straight answer. <laughs> they haven't. Kind of the way they were describing their certainties of what they know, but what right. the actual consequences are right. is, is uncertain. I guess kind of putting a finger on what I haven't heard is what's what's the biggest cause? Like like if we if 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 we're saying that you know that that humans are causing this then what exactly is it that we're doing, you know, other than just living and surviving with what we're given? Yeah. What are we doing? Well, you know, I mean, you got to think about it like this. I, you know, when, you know, you're talking about like CO2 or, you know, things, like forest fires put an enormous yeah. amount out there, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, now, forest fires have been around since the beginning of fucking time. Right. Without a doubt. Even before humans, you'd have lightning that would strike yep. and freaking burn. And of course, there was nobody there to put them out. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, obviously, then you could look at the fact of like atomic bombs. Right. We, we did that. Yeah, we did. We did do that. Like they were talking about like the industrial revolution, you know, during that time, you know, or just factories and, you know, what are we spitting yeah. out in the atmosphere? Yeah. You know? I want to talk briefly about doubts with certain people. You know, again, I hope that people make arguments based on research, you know, not because the snowball guy said, you know. Um, now, I found an article in the Science Daily that I found interesting, right? Pre-human time. So in a study that examined the environmental and ecological factors that would have impacted fire activity and conclude that these factors played the largest role in promoting fires. So Professor Andrew Scott, one of the lead authors, said high oxygen levels in the atmosphere at this time has been proposed for some time and maybe why there were giant insects and anthropods at this time. Right? Our research indicates that there was a significant impact on the prevalence and scale of wildfires across the globe and this would have affected not only the ecology of the plants and animals, but also their evolution. Mm. So Professor Scott and his colleagues and students at Royal uh, Holloway have pioneered the study of fire in Earth's deep past. And Professor Scott basically added that we've been able to show that wildfire was an important element in Earth system many hundreds of millions of years before the arrival of humans. Why do I say this? The greenhouse effect is a requirement for life on this planet. We would freeze if there wasn't. So around 1.76 billion tons of carbon were emitted globally in 2021. 
So how much carbon dioxide was released in pre-human time before people could put them out? Mm. How far did they burn? So if mm. it was an oxygen-rich environment, shit would burn up quicker. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not a scientist, obviously, as I said, who's ever studied things uh, myself regarding climate change or global warming. Um, I could even say that during my lifetime and looking at trends, it is getting warmer, but I can't then say what the trend of temperature was during the last warming period before this. You know, I wasn't there and have never personally done studies. Um, I think Trump has probably, Trump might have been there. though. I think Trump was there. Probably. I'm going to be. I think he's always been around. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like, (laughs) say he's God. So, or, or Satan. I mean, one of the two, both of them have been around. He's Absolutely. been around. Yep. Now, hysteria obviously runs things. Yeah. <laughs> but I have something very important, and this is from Tucker Carlson. So we're learning more now about the sad toll of the corona lockdowns in this country. According to Joe Biden, though, we could get another round of lockdowns. These for a crisis that's every bit as bad as the coronavirus may be worse. That crisis, of course, says Joe Biden, is climate change. Today, I'm pleased to announce a team that will lead my administration's ambitious plan to address the existential threat of our time, climate change. Folks, we're in a crisis. Just like we need to be a unified nation in response to COVID-19, we need a unified national response to climate change. And from this crisis, from these crises, I should say, We need to seize the opportunity to build back and build back better than we were before. A unified national response. It's involuntary. That's the one thing we know. What does it mean? Five, four, three, two, one. A unified national response? What does it mean? It's voluntary? They're calling for the same lockdown we saw with COVID. Did you hear what he said? You won't be able to leave your house unless you get a permit. Go to the store unless you have a license. Get on an airplane unless you have wings. Even go to the bathroom unless you have a feces card. This will be a lockdown that is worse than we saw before. Your rights will be gone. Your car will be taken, leaving us all to walk. Sure, you'll get fit and healthy but you will surely be late to work. No more chocolate cream pie, no more movies, no more gay sex, and no more time away from your wife to meet and bang your hooker. We are all doomed. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Hey, click here to subscribe to Fox News YouTube page and catch our hottest interviews and most compelling analysis. You will not get it anywhere else. (laughs) PC's car. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? (laughs) <laughs> we'll be able to have gay sex gay sex you can't take away gay sex <laughs> fuck <laughs> uh, Jesus what the hell are we going to do I don't know we're fucked <laughs> maybe we're not fucked but our next generation they're fucked they'll deal with it exactly and that's what it's coming down they'll to it's not it. us I mean, not us. Know, I mean we get I mean it's almost like it is okay I will say this so it's almost like every year all right. Every year we have a day that's the highest on record. Yes. 
So think about that though, right? Every year you're getting another, yeah. another. Yeah. I mean, what's that going to look like a hundred years from now? Think about it. I know, right? You know I, mean? I know. Holy crap. They're going to be dressed in suits. Dude, of they're going to be freaking, everybody's going to be living in the South Pole. You know what I mean? I'm telling you. It's going to become, the, that's, <laughs> that's going to become the place to be. South Pole. It is. Or Mars, where Trump was taking us. Right. Well, I think the elite will go to Mars, but they're not going to survive without the poor because then who will they <laughs> who will they gauge their wealth by? Uh, right. So yeah. you got to bring some of the hobos. You got to bring them <laughs> by default. Well, I think it's what Trump's probably trying to do is to get rid of sending um, all the anti-Trumpers out of. Oh, to, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess we're going. <laughs> what do you mean? I support that guy. I'm all oh, for right. him. We're, Hail Trump. We're part of we're part of they and them. We forgot. We forgot. <laughs> you gotta fake it sometimes, you know? You gotta fake it. You do. Hey Hail Trump. every once in a while. We've all been there. We've all done it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh that's our story today on uh did you learn anything? I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm coming out with a better decision. <laughs> I don't know if we really gained anything from this whole experience. <laughs> I mean, we got to see the snowball dude. That guy was pretty cool. You know, that guy's that guy from Texas. Cool. That Texas guy was the Tucker's, Tucker's replacement. Oh yeah. That now listen, <laughs> we've seen a lot. <laughs> We got to check. So maybe that guy's on Fox. Who knows? He may have taken over. His, maybe that's what's happening. Maybe that's what's happening. Jesus, man. That's <laughs> what we've learned today. <laughs> we have learned without a shadow of a doubt that Trump supports the non-binary community. 100%. He's ever talking about the they, non-binary community. Days. They, all the time. All day. <laughs> all day dude, he worships day. he loves the days yeah he loves days so he's non-binary he's got to be yeah. he, he's got talking be. about his people right because everybody finds it so hard to use they them pronouns yeah trump does it so naturally all the time that he's got to be secretly non-binary yeah melania is probably non-binary too. That they, or transgender. Which switch, switch roles sometimes. That's right. One day she's the them, he's the they. The next time, perfect, perfect. Yeah. He's the guy, she's the woman, and he'll be the woman. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's so cute, you know. It's just adorable. Isn't it cute. <laughs> it is cute. That's how to make a relationship last, right there. Through <laughs> <laughs> love, through love. So as far as now uh, climate change, um, yeah, we really don't know. There's, you know, yeah. it's, I mean, we do know though that it is getting warmer. But now we I will say, now I will say though that just like uh, that one guy, and I do remember there have been days where it's like they reported that there was the coldest day on record. Yes. Yep. Yep. Now, what is the record though? Because that's the thing though, we don't know. Right. As far as our record goes. Like what we, you know, how far back, how far back have we been tracking it? 
Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> How did they really have the temperature 200 years ago? <clears throat> yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> Coming out of the south, south. Feels east. like um, 86 degrees. No. Yeah. yeah. 87. There we go. Write it down. Somebody write it down. They're going to want to know this later. Listen, we know we know the earth is going through some shifting. I can I can agree we've probably had a little, you know, that we've had some effect upon that. I mean, I'm thinking we've had more to. people. I'm thinking I mean, there's no way around it. There's just no way we've around. Pumped it. so much shit in the atmosphere. I mean, if you think without a doubt. The reality is is that, you know, Republicans don't want to accept it because they make a boatload of money. You on, better believe on smog. Absolutely, <laughs> you know, they smog. make a shitload of money on smog. You know they do. Uh, they do. Democrats. What the hell do Democrats make money on? I don't. I, I'm starting to believe fear and suffering. <laughs> what the hell? I think we've I got a dilemma. It. I think we ran into a dilemma right here. I think we did. I think we did. <laughs> The Republicans need to figure that out. Republicans boatload of money on smog, but what can yeah. you make on fighting smog? Uh, solar know. panels, solar panels, winds, wind turbines yes. that cause yes. brain cancer. The last show we did on um, oh uh, religion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was cool. Okay, so you know, do you watched it right? Yeah, well, I watched some of it. I didn't get to finish all of it. So um, I actually showed it at the outpatient. Yeah, right. I was that right, and the reason, and there's a reason for it, which I never showed any of the walk a mile in my shoes. Girl, I had a had a girl there who was so anti God because of all the, you know, Steve Anderson. We did a really good job, I think, on that show. Really, right? Awesome. Because I think we really kind of got the message out there is that it's not God and it's not the Bible even, it's people. <laughs> she said it actually did help me see it a little bit differently, you know? Good. This is where I often uh, get into the relationship versus religion conversation. Yeah. It's people that want to believe in religion versus relationship with God. Well, if, it's, if religion's all you believe in, then you have no consequence with God, and you're so blinded to to what you believe is right. Because humans make the rules in religion. Exactly, yeah. exactly. God makes the rules in relationship, yeah. and the and, and it and that's that moment between you and this, you know, this higher thing that is bigger than you, you know. Regardless of what people call it, whether they call it, you know, Tao or, or God or whatever it is, you're you're believing in there's this this universal force that is at play in the world. And to me, having a relationship with that entity, like I know when I am feeling separate from that relationship. I know that within me. Yeah, I'm so grateful that you shared that with me because it always makes me feel good and accomplished whenever I hear that third party like like feedback of, hey, it it, it makes a difference because we have a lot of fun with this show and ultimately, though, yeah. our point is to make a difference by yeah. showing that 
some of this just doesn't make sense. And like even today, you know, we there's this choice offered in like, you know, like what are you going to let it do? You know, like what are you going to let it, what what can you personally do in your world that makes you feel like you're doing something different and 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 better for the ultimate health of yourself and those to come after you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and what's the agenda for doing that? And again, I think the whole thing really comes down to like, you know, you've got your opinion. You also want to listen to other people. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, and I think that like sometimes compromise is good, but I think people go too far with it, you know. Absolutely. California, our governor and our people here like go way too ridiculously far with shit. You know, you guys go well, way when does it, far the other side. Right. Well, know? when does it come down to not to taking away the choice of the people? Yeah. If you say there is no choice. Everybody's going to do this. Well, eventually that that's just going to keep spreading out in more and more and more and more things. Well, that's and the I problem think, I have is that, you know, every, they yeah. just, you know, every, they always keep passing new laws, you know, they need to, you know, where did yeah, where does the whole freedom part of this country? Where does it from, end? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where I mean, does it end? Yeah. This was, this was a lot of fun. I know this was really yes, kind was. of sort of all over the place, but this one was just, you know, yeah, um, and again, this one for all of you guys watching that this one was something that I'd put together a long ass time ago and it sort of just sat on my computer. Um, and I just sort of came across it. And so decided to do this. Um, but I do want you to know I'm watching you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm walking with you, watching you, walking with you. <laughs> Anyways, Lona, great doing the show again with you. Awesome, man. I'm glad we got to do it, man. It was all fun as always. Yeah. Always fun. And uh, you take care of yourself. I know you're all burnt up. So uh, I am. <laughs> so go to sleep. I know it's late out there. And uh, <laughs> thanks for walking with me, though. You know, Absolutely. It's been a blast with these burnt feet. Global warming is real in my body right now. <laughs> I'm sure you're feeling it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> yeah. This is my highest on record uh, there, right now. There you go. Yeah. So, like I said, you know, you, people go up and down, you know, so. I'm all right. Well, up. hey, thank you all for uh, walking with us. And uh, I, uh, you got anything you want to say? Well, just do all the things, you know, thank you for hitting that like button and hit that subscribe button. Make sure to push that notification bell. So, you know, when we put new stuff up and, uh, Thanks for all the support. Thanks for walking with us. This is always fun. Absolutely. All right. So we will, uh, we'll see you soon. Uh, again, thank you for tuning in to walk a mile in my shoes and we will be back in a couple weeks. That's right. Two weeks. We'll right. do it. All right.